Hey, Meet Cute listeners, we are Likewise, a recommendation app for TV shows, movies, books, and podcasts used by millions of romance fans just like you. Everyone has a romance trope they can't get enough of. Whether you're into dark romantic fantasies, enemies to lovers, or slow burns, you can discover more of it on Likewise. You can search for specific genres, tropes, or themes and instantly get recommendations picked specifically for you. Download the Likewise app today. was I? Rick's Roadhouse the day after Christmas was like being in an alternate universe. I was sandwiched between two regulars, Walter in blue plaid and Jerry in red. My very own wise men, if you will. If the wise men were annoying and Jesus had decided to doom scroll their ex, the soundtrack to this already pathetic picture was a cover band in the corner crooning some barely passable version of Boney M. Oh joy! But I barely heard them. I couldn't stop staring at the big glaring red on my messages to Vernon. I probably should have stopped after sending the first one, but in the blink of an eye I was staring at a wall of my ignored text all left on red, all taunting me. I'll paraphrase. Hey Vernon, Merry Christmas! So crazy running into you midair and so sorry if I made you feel weird, I did not read the room. (laughs) Haha. Anyways, I just wanted to say hi again. Normally, this time. No innuendos, I promise. I hope we get a chance to connect on your way home and get off on a better foot. But not get off, off, lol. And no foot stuff either, unless you're into that now. (laughs) I'm joking, obvi. Hey, maybe I'll even pick you up at the airport. Are you flying into JFK? Do you need a ride? Okay, yeah, I don't know why I offered that. I don't drive, lol. I just pictured myself holding one of those airport signs at arrivals, like, Vernon, the one that got away. Haha, <laughs> I did not mean that literally. Ignore that. Oh, God, how do I unsend? But I guess what else would I call you at this point? Maybe a traitor, actually. Yeah, that sounds about right. A traitor who knows nothing about me, actually. So you're not the one that got away. You're the one that got it wrong. Are you nearly done? You've been clacking on that cell phone for 45 minutes. I can barely hear the music. Oh, please. The North freaking Pole can hear that pitchy racket. <laughs> I'm surprised her thumbs haven't fallen off yet. You know, my granddaughter used to be the exact same. <laughs> hey, hey, excuse me. Can we all please, please mind our own business? Thank you. <laughs> business? No. <laughs> no. I've been sitting here for 20 years. This seat has a permanent imprint of my cheeks. (laughs) God, I see Staler and Waldorf have gotten into the giggle juice. You bet we have. We've got our own secret concoction. We call it the Three Wise Men. It's a bourbon, whiskey, and um, something else. Wait, there's only two of you. Who's the third? That would be Ambrose. He's dead. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, why are you laughing? Hey, maybe you can be the third. Get you to put that damn phone away at least. And live in the real world like a wise young lady. (laughs) Okay, okay, What, what are you, the patriarchal society police? But, I guess... I could comply with whatever society you got going on as long as you're buying. (laughs) You know, I'm warming up to this Christmas at a bar thing. Who needs friends or family? We can all just be regulars at Rick's Roadhouse and live like kings, am I right? I'm only here because my wife's dead. And 
The men's shelter isn't open again till New Year. My kids don't talk to me anymore. Hey, shh. Let's not worry about all that stuff. Maybe it's for the best. I'm not going home either, although, you know, that's kind of my choice. <laughs> so, who wants another round? Can do that. Head to backtrack out of that conversation. So I really was on my own. I guess I shouldn't have been sitting there relying on two half-sauced octogenarians for entertainment, but I needed to keep my distraction tank full so I could keep my mind off Vernon. <sighs> Stupid Vernon. Why was this guy consuming so much of my energy? I could be perfectly content tossing back bourbon with strangers. My camera roll was full of moments like this. I am the queen of go with the flow. But all I could think about was Vernon responding and accepting my apology stat. And ideally, ignoring all the other crap I said afterwards. Then I could move on from this guilt trip and live my life again. I mean, I got to face things with Margot, didn't I? I, I even ended things with Pete. I was getting better in a baby deer stumbling through the woods kind of way, but this blast from the past was just haunting me like a specter. Total vibe kill. It wasn't fair. Oh, none of this was fair. Right back, damn it. And then it was like the universe heard my prayers. The bar crowd parted and there he was. The perfect candidate for a plot twist. He was an angel. Okay, no, it was not an actual angel, but it was like a cherub. Namely, an actual human being under the age of 30. Bingo. Target locked. I now had a new toy to play with. I turned to my new besties. Hey, hey, Walter, Walter. Hmm? Who is that guy in the band playing that hose keyboard? Oh, uh, that's melodica. Blow into it like a harmonica and play the keys. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm more interested in the one doing the blowing. Who is that? That's Jake Ken's son. Lives out on Maple Street. Real nice kid. Ah, Jacob Melodica. I hope you're ready to meet Maya Left on Red. The good news was, cute band guy Jacob was now my official distraction from Vernon, who was definitely online, <laughs> and active, and absolutely not responding. Sadist. The bad news was, cute band guy Jacob was refusing to make eye contact with me, and I needed that to happen if I was going to secure a graceful social swoop-in. Luckily, the band was just finishing up their set. Thanks, everybody. We'll be back in five. Hey, Jacob? Jacob from Maple Street? Is that you? Uh, yeah? Do I know you? No, I'm here to abduct you. <laughs> Kidding. It was a bad joke, sorry. Um, I'm uh, actually Jerry's granddaughter. See him right over there. I hope it's not too forward, but I thought I'd say hi, seeing as we're the only people here that still have our own teeth. <laughs> okay. Seems like you're really popular around here. Oh, no. Uh, well, my dad is. Kind of a tradition to play on Boxing Day for all the folks who don't have family. So I, uh... Ugh. Parents. The worst. Am I right? Uh, what? He still wasn't really looking at me. I couldn't tell if it was because I had my city girl crazy eyes on too high or if there was something else. Everybody else was looking at me, let me make that very clear. I was a beacon of light in this drab place. But not according to Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt. He kept looking at the door. Can I buy you an eggnog? Oh, uh, what? 
an eggnog. A, a drink. Do you want to have a drink with me? Uh, sure. Sure. But, um, I'm vegan. Two eggnogs, barkeep. Hold the eggs. So it was good, right? This was a scene change I could work with. Maybe Jacob had an in on the hot Minnesotan scene, or maybe there was a hidden rave somewhere. I mean, you never knew what could happen. It could have been the beginning of a whole new chapter, and then... Oh my god. Are you crying? No, it's not you. Thank you for this. It's really nice of you. I am just... He got jumps. His dad told me. He doesn't need a drink. He needs something to make his dick twitch. Jesus, Walter. Boy needs a Christmas miracle. Don't look at me like that, you creepy old man. I am not going to be this kid's rebound. Or was I about to Jingle Bell rock this guy's world? This choose-your-own-adventure was getting confusing. On the one hand, I was intrigued by potentially corrupting a small-town vegan who hadn't even grown into his plaid yet. On the other hand, I was conflicted. Was this just another transaction like Margot said? Was I jumping through hoops of convenience again, ignoring everyone else's feelings just to get what I wanted? What did I want? Well, I had already made it this far. I couldn't backslide now. I was supposed to be listening to the universe. And was this what it was whispering to me? Lose your job. Get stranded. Land in a random town. Find a seedy bar and come to the aid of a recently dumped angel? Hello? Universe? Is this really it? Feels like a pretty big downgrade from the beaches of Cabo. Hey, Jacob. Is that true? Did you just get dumped? Yep. (sighs) Okay. Let's talk about it. I'm all ears. No catch. You really want to hear about my breakup? Well, truthfully, no, but it seems like you need it. Plus, it's got to be a hell of a lot better than the peanut gallery at the bar. Come on, let's find a booth. I got us another round and we found a private corner. I was already patting myself on the back. If Margot could see me now, she'd be impressed. Maya Mitchell being a cool, caring confidant, literally not thinking about herself at all, just giving. In fact, I was using my dwindling hard-earned cash to get some turkey sandwiches while Jacob went on and on about some girl, how much he missed her, and blah, blah, blah. And I was doing amazing, sweetie. And then everything went to shit. Why the hell are you kissing my boyfriend? Oh my god. Hey, don't look at me. He kissed me. I'm a bystander trying to be a selfless, Uh, uh, active uh, listener for once uh, in my life. Abby, what are you doing here? I came to say sorry, but I see you moved on to sluttier pastures. Oh, please. That was barely a peck, and you know it. Wait, Abby? Is that you? Abby Gill? Maya goddamn Mitchell. I guess I shouldn't be surprised that the first time I see you in 10 years is attached to my boyfriend's face. How I ended up running into my childhood nemesis in a bar in Minnesota on Boxing Day had got to be the universe universing hard at me like, listen, dummy, we got lessons for you and we're going to make it super abundantly clear. Jury was still out on exactly what those lessons were, but here she was. Abby Gill, the Neville Longbottom to my Harry Potter. We weren't really a duo, more like two prototypes. 
We were attached at the hip growing up until we became pitted against each other. I'm not even sure when that switch happened. One day we were friends, and the next we were rivals and spent the rest of our adolescence in an epic battle of wits. When I got bangs, Abby got bangs. When Abby dated a lacrosse player, I dated his coach. You know, some Regina George shit, but we both thought we were Regina. <laughs> I thought you were off modeling in Japan or something. I knew that story sounded fake. I was for a while. I had to come back a few years ago for some health issues. Are you still cosplaying as Britney Spears in the toxic music video? Okay, I wasn't about to start telling Abby that I was on probation, but I did just feel her boyfriend's lizard tongue, so I figured I owed her something. No, actually, I'm unemployed, friendless, and stranded, so feeling really good about myself right now. Thanks for asking. I braced myself for the ridicule. Imagine running into your nemesis at her wit's end and knowing you've gained the upper hand. The glory. But Abby didn't look smug about my predicament at all. Instead, she hugged me. It's so good to see you, Maya. I always thought about you and wondered where you landed. Uh, apparently here. You know, I've been monitoring your every move until you went radio silent a few years ago. I thought you had gotten human trafficked or something. Jeez, that's dark, Maya. No, I quit all social media when I moved out here. I had to, you know, for treatment. And then afterwards, I just kept it up. I thought your mom would have mentioned something. I heard everyone was talking about it back home. I don't know, I haven't exactly been home much since graduation, but hey, did you say treatment? You moved out here for a facility or something? Yeah, a great one too. Sober 18 months next month. Then I started teaching yoga, stuck around, built a little business. Don't look so shocked, Maya. I, I'm not, I, I'm sorry, I just, I don't know how anyone could survive off the grid like this especially after being in Japan. Okay, this is hardly being off the grid. We have a Costco. It's about surviving. I just had to bow out of the race before it hurt me even more. And once I gave up on what I thought I wanted, I finally found what I needed, which was apparently settling for some backstabbing scumbag boyfriend. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, so what happened there? Um, he kissed you? No, I mean, yeah, he did, but before, I mean, when you dumped him. Oh, well, that was my mistake. See, I still have this tendency to want to blow everything up when it starts getting too good. It's like a tick. I probably learned it from oh, you. Please, Abby, I, I, I love you so much. Oh, yeah? Then why did you try to kiss Maya, Jacob? Men. men. Why is it always the men? Oh my god, do you remember? Oh hey, do you remember Vernon? I had a run-in with him a few days ago, and it was the same thing. Complete dickhead to the highest order. Vernon Wells? Of course, I talked to Vernon all the time. Before COVID, we took a trip to Napa, and he got so drunk that he got lost in one of the vineyards. Well, he never bothered to stay in touch with me. That guy can't even reply to a DM. Can you blame him? Please don't let this go to your gigantic head. But he didn't really date much after you. At least nothing lasting. So what are you saying, I ruined him or something? I'm not giving you that much credit. I'm just saying it was a tough road for him. He loved you too much. What do you mean he loved me too much? I I'm so confused. I love you too much, Abby. I'm sorry, I don't know what came over me. Oh my God, Jacob, I'll deal with you later. Go blow your stupid melodica. <gasps> okay. Maya, are you okay? 
Once again, I had ended up in a spot I never thought I would. Twelve hours after emergency landing in the outskirts of Minnesota, I was snuggled up on my former nemesis's couch eating leftover shortbread and watching The Holiday? Not even Shakespeare could write a plot twist like this one. Sorry, Jacob, but turns out the Christmas miracle was always going to be mine. <laughs> I don't have any alcoholic drinks, but I can spritz up a mean mocktail. Oh, well, yes, please. Extra spritzy, extra dirty. Look, Abby, I'm not saying marry the guy, but can't you figure out a happier ending than this one? I wouldn't want you to fuck it all up because some guy sucked my face. I don't even belong here. I'm just like an invasive species or something. You're not better than me, you know? In an alternate universe, all of this could have been you. It's that easy. Uh, I, well, wait, was it me? Are you asking me if you made me an addict? Jesus, Maya, your ego should really be studied in a lab. No, that was unfortunately all me. I do wonder sometimes what we could have been together if we'd stayed friends. I always wish we had been friends, but being your foil was the closest you let me get. It was better than nothing. You wanted to be my friend and I made you my mortal enemy? God, I really am an invasive species. Ugh. Cause harm everywhere I go. You're more like a solo artist or like an athlete on performance enhancers. You're just always competing against yourself, but you don't even know it. Yeah, you're not the first person to tell me something like that this week. You mean Vernon? That was a million years ago, Maya. He's definitely over you now. Nobody even knows anything at that age. You know, I actually tried to date his brother once because I was jealous. Ew, Lloyd? Wait, wasn't he like 13? He was 15. And he was buff for his age. <sighs> really missed out on a lot of good stuff, didn't I? Not just Vernon, but, but you too. I'm sorry I never let us be friends. And for kissing your boyfriend? Ugh, I suck. Hey, look at us now. Time always heals. Yeah, I hope so. Maybe just remind yourself that even solo artists need backup. That night, I checked my phone one more time. Vernon's message was still unanswered, but the silence had a different undertone. I'm not sure what it was. Maybe it was guilt finally settling into all the folds of my brain. I didn't have to be an invasive species or a solo artist. According to Abby, I could just be me. What a concept. I started typing again. I'm sorry, Vernon. Read and ignored again. But that was enough for now. I didn't do it for the response. But this time, it came. At Vernon Wells sent you a message. Thanks, Maya. 